0: Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go.
1: Okay, thanks for joining iSmart Podcast. On the show today, we have David Lowe. He is the co-founder and CEMO at Gardia Medical uh, he also has a new book out called Blow It Up 21, talks about ways your startup can make an, ex- an industry and change the world. And also, uh, he is the founder of Uberpong, which is a really interesting company that essentially um, allows you to use photos to create your own custom ping pong paddles um, in 30 seconds. David, thanks for being on the show today.
2: Tom, uh, thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. so how did you get into uber pong this was your original thing I know you're originally from London and then you kind of got into that there can you go into that um first business that you um, built and sold and then we'll go into Gardia
2: absolutely I'm working in a tech startup in London and there was a ping pong table which was kind of the one of the big perks at the time all the, like advertising agencies startups every every one of them had a ping pong table and so that was one of the big reasons I took the job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds like
2: a, As sounds community like manager, I was a community manager and uh, managed a small team over there. And when we weren't managing the community uh, for the tech startup, we were playing ping pong, and we got so hooked that Friday nights, most people, like ninety-nine point nine percent of the population in England, goes to the pub at about four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And they're all in there just just bringing in the weekend, and we we were hanging back. Having ping pong tournaments and having the beers in the office—that's how that's how competitive it got, and how hooked we were. And I just saw the, the the way that the game was getting more. And I saw a couple of guys playing and thought this is one of the few sports that uh, you know hasn't been kind of customized, if you like. And so yeah, that was where the the light bulb moment occurred, and I thought let's you know let's change the face of a sport and it was and ping pong was that
1: wow so did you bring some new technology or some kind of like um, people that helped to develop the i guess the software or the website to be able to add the pictures to it and customize it and you just made some business connections and then had your first ping pong that you created and then just kind of blew up
2: yeah i mean the, the early kind of forms of custom ping pong paddles were it was pretty horrible You. You know, people would buy a cheap red and black paddle from China. Then they get a sticker and just stick it onto the rubber and say that's a custom ping pong paddle. Yeah. And I thought this is horrendous. Let's uh, let's make this truly customizable and actually developed a uh, printing technique uh, so that the the design could be printed onto the rubber and then heated to dry without the rubber melting. So there was that kind of like printing technology that was that I that I found, and then also. I then did I then thought this has gotta be, we've gotta take this online and then onto like and eventually we made a mobile app where people wow. could use their Instagram or Twitter photos or Facebook photos and pull those onto a custom panel editor and just yeah, put them both on both sides. So, you know, it, it started off with couples were doing, you know, the guy on one side, the girl on the other, or it was a pets and or the company, you know, of course, companies jumped on it. So it's brand on one side, employee on the other, and it became this kind of, yeah, it's just a really kind of very popular like, product in the startup world, especially.
1: Yeah, it looks like you, know, you sold it in about 30 countries, um, 60. including Coca-Cola, Nike, MTV. It's fantastic. fantastic. Uh, and then Thanks. Um, <laughs> Nathan, uh, my colleague, you talked about a Jimmy Kimmel event. Can you go into that for a minute?
2: Sure. So... Two years in, we'd, we'd worked with a lot of big brands and sold that you know, custom paddles into their companies, and they were playing with them, um, with their colleagues. The opportunity arose to to do a celebrity ping pong tournament with the LA Dodgers, and of course, we we jumped on that. And yeah, Jimmy Kimmel was the host. He was he was. We did it at, a, at um, I always said Chase Stadium, but um, Dodger Stadium in LA. And yeah, he was on the pitcher's mound introducing all the celebs and we had 11 ping pong tables around the bases on the field at, at Dodger Stadium. And it was Clayton Kershaw's uh, ping pong, uh, sorry, charity called Ping Pong so Purpose. Um,
1: and we just, so, yeah, we rocked it. So was that kind of the peak of the business? And then at that point you kind of decided that it was at its time to sell it?
2: Good question. That was That was a, a very early peak for sure. But I ran it for another three years. So we did it. We did the deal with the LA Dodgers for a couple of years. We then continued to develop the technology so that we could go into other products. And we did balls and tables. And then we started getting celebrities, you know, in almost endorsing the product. And we were on, you know, national TV a few times, front covers magazines. And yeah, but I'd say probably, you know, it got to about like four and a half, almost five years, where I I thought, you know, I've done as much as I can, almost as a solo. Found, like entrepreneur and founder, very very small team of kind of uh, freelancers almost, and I just mm-hmm. thought there's there's going to be somebody who can kind of take this to the next level, and I sold it to um, a company that had, I think it was a e-commerce websites, and so this you know it's Pong slotted in nicely to their portfolio, and I and I successfully exited the company my first exit after moving to the US.
1: Congratulations, dude! That's amazing. Thank How you. did you get in connection with that person to kind of sell it to them
2: well initially i went to all my ping pong connections and then i went on to a website um just thinking of the name i think think it's called bizbuysell.com and so we put the listing on there and then i got a a broker to do the kind of early negotiations just to screen them and then it probably took about you know about maybe five to six months we were getting quite a few bites but people were you know low-balling And I, and I held on and after about a year, got the, got the number I wanted.
1: And that's an amazing, I mean, the, the first time you can do that, it's just like revolutionary. There's a loss. There's a lot of uh, individuals and entrepreneurs that have a difficult time letting go of business. And I think that is something that needs to be spoken about more, um, not being attached to business, but building, selling, you know, like putting business in the right category so that way it can truly thrive. I think is very, very important. So after you sold that, um, you had your first exit, you co-founded uh, a medical. Um, so what, what is Guardia medical and, um, you know, how is this different than Uber pong? It sounds completely different. Like you went to a whole in, whole new industry.
2: <laughs> well, actually I, I tried to, I tried a tech startup called Callergy. So it was an allergy forecasting tool. So yeah, whatever city you were in, you could see what was in the air essentially. And then, linked to your medication that would help you help those, um, help to alleviate the, the allergic symptoms. That didn't, that was that didn't really work out. And then I tried a co-living startup, which is kind of on hold because of, of coronavirus, but pivoted into this, into co-founding a PPE startup because of course there's this huge crisis in the U S at the moment where we have this PPE shortage, which is personal protective equipment right. and nobody can get masks, you know, healthcare workers, frontline healthcare workers can't get masks. To be protected while they're treating coronavirus, coronavirus patients, which is just unbelievable in a first-world country with with all this supposed wealth, and, and, and it's America, right? We, right. we should not yeah. be in this situation.
1: Last thing and to about. So,
2: but at the same time, it's a, it's an opportunity. You have to see it like that. And so, we provide, yeah, like I said, healthcare workers, people going back to to work, restaurant owners, gyms, airports. And we provide them with, uh, you know, face, face masks, face shields, um, disposable gloves, sanitizer, everything you can think of where we're kind of one-stop shop for, for PPE.
1: Yeah. This, I don't think this is going to go away. And I think people, you know, they're optimistic about it, but we're always going to have like a residual effect. It's almost like, you know, being traumatized and having some kind of like past thing that happens, like everyone's life's completely changed and you know, there's going to be residual effects. So it's definitely a great business. Um, to grow into. Um, and I know we have, we don't have a lot of time here. So the last thing I want to kind of talk about is um, your book, blow it up 21 ways um, how your startup can shake up an industry and change the world. Uh, you, I'm assuming you wrote that book after your first sell. Um, yes. Yeah,
2: sell the, 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 the book is about the entire life cycle of my first startup UAPOM and all about kind of how you can think of an idea, move to a foreign country, start the business with without any like knowing anybody or getting like without getting a bank loan. I used a, <laughs> I did
1: the same a thing crowdfunding
2: website me. called Kickstarter, raised yeah. ten thousand dollars in 30 days and then just ran with it. And it is all in this book called Blow It Up which is available on Amazon at the moment, exclusively on Amazon. Awesome. Thanks Fantastic for letting show. me drop that in it as well.
1: Out. Yeah. Huge book reader. And everyone on the show usually is a great book reader too. So um, we have a couple of individuals that tend to, you know, they go through this process of building businesses and writing books, building businesses and writing books.
2: (laughs) It's, do you know what? A lot of people were coming to me saying, Hey, you sold Luva Pong, or how did you, how did you get that press? How did you deal with the other Dodgers? I just got to the point where I thought it's, I can write blog posts and direct into the single blog post, or I can just write a book and say, it's all in the book. And yeah, for 14.99 i think it is on amazon it's like yeah it's what's that three coffees you can learn about just the entire life cycle of a business whereas with a lot of books it's you know you've got like a, a very very kind of niche sort of area of business like because yeah. if you don't the know the entire business, industry, like, the cycle whole thing business
1: right then you can't go to the go through that process um, in a very quick time as far as like building it making it you know profitable and then selling it so you can move on to the next thing. I'm assuming Uber Pong was never like your thing that you were just gonna stay in for the rest of your life. It was like this kind of vehicle that helped your entrepreneur journey so that way you can continue on to other businesses.
2: I I often refer to it as my, my MBA.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, but instead of
2: being a you know hundred to hundred fifty grand in bet, I'm up at the end of it. <laughs> it's the
1: opposite, and that's why yeah. I love entrepreneurship. It's so. the opposite. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: it's. The, I, I honestly believe that's it's the smart way to go. Um, and I think this another. This is a very very important book because if you don't know the life cycle of a company, you don't know the, the, the steps. Then you can kind of get trapped, right? You can get stuck, yes. and then you're not able to create, you know, multiple streams. Because at the end of the day, right? What we're trying to do is build revenue streams, you built Uwur pong to the point where it could create a revenue stream and then you sold it. It's now paying for your living expenses. Simultaneously, now you're able to develop another company because of the residual income that you got paid for, yes. right? Yes. and,
2: and is- I could, uh, It also means I can invest, for example, in the stock market if I want to, real estate and it's reinvesting that capital to, to make further capital rather than just doing what a lot of people do, which is just sit on it, spend it, and they don't, they don't invest it. And so that's that's the key is like always is not think, well, that's it. I can retire now. It's like how do I how do I keep this going? How do I keep offering value to entrepreneurs, like the entrepreneurial ecosystem? How can I help other people become free, you know, quit their boss and start their own business? And that's really my passion. That's 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 one of my big passions since moving to the US is is helping people to yeah to quit the job that's making them miserable and start a company that they they love and be and, and be happier by doing that.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. I think you're doing a great job with the with um, Gardia right now. Is it kind of this thing where you're seeing a huge a huge like increase in in this kind of um, space for coronavirus, and it's your business is just starting to like you know, explode because of this whole thing? It sounds like it was either well-planned, you know, and you did this like last year and all of a sudden coronavirus happened, or you kind of started it right as coronavirus was going off. Is that, was that the kind of the direction?
2: I mean, the first, I'm just thinking, the first month or so was just like this, yeah. and we are still in the, the first wave. And so, yeah, there's kind of, there's a little bit of a lull, but the second wave will be coming. And we've seen how with the protests, for example, Black Lives Matter protests, and a lot of Americans just not, you know, kind of understanding about the fact that they've got to do social distancing and wear masks. And so then that's going to mean that the cases go up. And you see it now, I think 21 states, they've had spikes in coronavirus cases. Yuma, Arizona, I think is the hotspot. Arizona as a state is a hotspot. And so we'll be, we'll be able to help uh, a lot of people. and This is, of course, we'll, we'll continue to be successful. Yeah, because
1: super cool. Um, is there anything that you would need from our listeners uh, with Gardia, You know, as this is growing up? Is there anything that you maybe have been looking for an individual that can play a part?
2: It, it just cut out, Tom.
1: Um, is, there, is there anyone right now with Gardea that you're looking for as far as an individual? Like with the listeners that, the people that listen to our show, you know, um, oftentimes they co-collaborate together. So is there anything that you would need right now in Guardia to help, help you kind of further this direction?
2: I would say just di- distributors. So we've we've obviously got a lot of inventory landed in the U.S., so people who could help us to distribute that to other cities, to other businesses, and then beyond that, international as well. So we've had a few calls to the Middle East, to Europe, and they've got shortages. So if there's people listening who are in other countries who might need our... our equipment then yeah we can we can send that across to them
1: fantastic yeah gotta have those current, we always have current projects that we're working on and you know who knows this podcast might be the uh, thing that gets that done hey david thanks for so much for being on the show today how do people contact you so that way they can um collaborate with you
2: best way to reach me is my website which is dlowplaybook.com and that's l-o-w-e so dlowplaybook.com i'm on twitter at david J. Lowe. Instagram at english dave facebook forward slash dlo playbook and then i'm on tiktok i just started tiktok sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, at team blow it up
1: okay fantastic yeah guys check out the book blow it up 21 check it out on amazon hey david thanks for so much for being on the show today um i'm sure we'll connect a little bit later this year and see how everything's going and uh, have a good rest of your day
2: tom thank you so much for having me on have a wonderful
0: week Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We've promised to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right seven days a week you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the iSmart podcast